I also think um, the apprenticeship work in the next five years is going to be a game changer for a lot of students and really take off. And it already has taken off. Um, and we have seen just just a tremendous like response from students. Like mm-hmm. they want to be able to work and go to school, but they want to you know make wages where they can sustain their families. And some students are like actual at a household yeah. and, and need to make wages where they can take care of their own parents or their younger siblings. Um, so this new program is a blend of a career path, but also the related technical instruction. So you still get some college credit um, toward a degree. We're back with another episode for the Future Starts Here, Say As Buffalo podcast. Today we are here with Daphne Ross, our Chief Impact Officer. Say hello, Daphne. Hi. How you doing? I'm doing good. We're excited to have you here. Thank you for having so, me. So tell us how long you've been with Say Yes. Well, let's see. I was hired in November of 2013, so I am approaching my 10-year anniversary. Wow, that's a long time. It's a decade. It was <laughs> changed in 10 years. Wow, so much has changed in 10 years. Um, so when I came on board, the organization was just a year old. It was announced in December of 2011. Uh, but the first hire, which was our CEO, Dave Russ, he came on July of 2012. Um, followed shortly thereafter by the first couple of people. So I was a year into um, the organization. So everything was new. Everything. People were new. Um, the programs and the supports and the services that we have today didn't exist. There were literally like maybe six or seven people. It was a very small operation at that time. Um, but I have had the privilege of watching the organization grow and blossom from this wonderful promise to the community to now what we are today. Okay, so you said you've been here for um, almost 10 years. So talk about, give us a timeline. Like, give us a timeline of your different roles at Say Yes. Let's see. So um, my background is in marketing communications. So I came to Say Yes as uh, the communications coordinator, specialist? I don't know what it was. One of the two. But um As I said, it was like when the organization was very young and things were moving really fast and we were trying to implement these um, wraparound supports in addition to the tuition promise uh, scholarship. So the need to communicate was like a priority. So Betsy was she was the communications director at the time. And Betsy was one of the first, maybe the second um, employee of Say Yes, that's still here with us today. Um, So she was leading the communications department. And she needed um, she needed help. She needed assistance in and getting the word out to the community, to all of our stakeholders, not only our students and families, but our donors, our partners. Um, there was just a lot of things happening. Um, so I started in a entry level communications role, supporting, just getting the word out, getting the messaging out, creating the brand, um, and establishing our reputation in the community. 
So I did that for three years. So 2013, 2016 ish. Um, During those first three years, I had the opportunity to take a lead in the department. So when Betsy went out on maternity leave for a while. So I had the opportunity to like take the lead and, and do all the things for communications for the organization, which, you know, things look different now than Mm -hmm. they did then. But um, we had regular updates to the community. We had just a lot of public facing events and opportunities that um, I was responsible for now leading. So fast forward to 2016, I um, was promoted to director, communications director from whatever that original title, which I can't think of. (laughs) um, And Betsy's role was evolving as well. So she became a senior director and did more um, program operations. So the opportunity presented itself for me to lead the communications department. So I did, I was promoted in 2016 um, worked for several years leading the department up until 2019. In 2019, we received a grant from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. And that grant was to provide supports and services to students on um, four local college campuses. So we wanted to not only help students get to college with a tuition scholarship, but we needed now to increase the level of support to help them remain in college once they got there. So um, through that grant, we implemented um, on-campus counselors, mental health services on these college campuses. But when we got that funding, um, we posted for a director level Mm -hmm. um, position to lead that grant, to lead that body of work. And I applied. I was the director of communications at the time. I was like, Gates Foundation, that sounds great. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? Like, you know, I was fully vested in the organization and I wanted to just, I wanted to grow. I wanted to explore mm-hmm. new opportunities. I didn't want to be boxed into um, the communications, nothing wrong with communications, but I know that I wanted to expand and to grow and to mm-hmm. learn more. Um, so I saw that as opportunity. So I applied. I went through a very, it was very competitive um, interview process, several rounds. It was external candidates. Um, and ultimately I was selected for the role and it wasn't even, you know, like people that were in say, yes, they had mm-hmm. created a, a search committee from our partners to determine who would lead this mm-hmm. work. So it wasn't even like, you know, I didn't just get the job. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> it was external folks who were looking at the internal can. I was the only internal candidate or maybe I wasn't, I don't remember. Um, mm-hmm. but looking at us all and seeing who was best for the job. So, um, at that point, I um, kept communications in mm-hmm. my portfolio, and we were able to expand the communications team at that time um, because more of my attention would be focused on this college success work. So we hired um, two wonderful colleagues in the communications department to expand our team, and then my focus um, was leading that grant, which was a 24-month grant, so two years. So from 2019 to 2021, I um, I led that work, and then that led me to leading the youth apprenticeship work, which is another one of our newest programs, and that is a new pathway for students <laughs> who aren't going out down the traditional two-year, four-year college degree path. Um, so it just made sense that, you know, as this body of work was now being birthed, it made sense for it to fit in my department as like a pathway out Mm -hmm. of high school. So I 
you know, had the pleasure of leading the rollout of the youth apprenticeship work from 2011, once that Gates grant wrapped up from 2021, not 2011, 2021, up until just this past January of 2023, um, when I was promoted to <laughs> chief impact officer. So yes. that's a lot of words, that but is that is my 10-year story. So that's a lot. You dibbled and dabbled in a lot of different stuff. Um, yes. What keeps you here? You know, in our uh, our past episodes, we talked about drinking the say yes juice or say yes, never saying no. Or, you know, what? What, what keeps you here? What keeps you at Say Yes for this long? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, I I think I'm still here, and I don't see myself going. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see the future, <laughs> so I don't see myself going anywhere anytime soon. I think it's because I really strongly believe in the mission of the work that we're doing mm -hmm. and the power of the work that we're doing. And I can see now 10 years in, like, I can see the impact of, how access to education really changes the trajectory, not only for that specific student, but their family. And it really eliminates and, you know, starting to remove generational barriers mm -hmm. of um, income attainment, um, career projection. Like education is really the lever for change. It's like the equalizer in a lot mm -hmm. of ways. And, providing access to education, secondary, quality secondary and post-secondary education is a game changer. Um, it happened for me in my life mm -hmm. before Say Yes was what it is. Um, but if it wasn't for my education and my path, um, I wouldn't be where I was. So to be able to help other students have that, it just means a lot to me, just being from the community as well. You know, it's funny that you say that. Do you know that if it wasn't for what you did, I wouldn't be here? <laughs> you know, I feel like I say that a lot and you're so humble about it, but it's the truth. Like yeah. you gave me my first yes as a yes. Mm -hmm. So if it wasn't for <laughs> you, I wouldn't be where I'm at now. I wouldn't have met Jamil. I wouldn't have met Aaron. I wouldn't have been able to, you know, just perfect my craft and then go on, on my own and do my own things because I wouldn't have had those opportunities or resources mm -hmm. that because of you, I got. Wow, and I stuck with Say Yes since that first time. And it was funny because I was so nervous at my first interview. <laughs> I was so nervous. I brought like, I don't know if you remember, I had like a whole binder of I everything. Yeah. I had a binder of all my stuff. And I had literally, well, we had an interview on Friday. I had applied like the last day was at Wednesday. And I applied like at 11 p.m. Because <laughs> I didn't check my emails. And it was just, I don't know, it was just a blessing that I was able to get an interview that quick and then, I got hired that day and it, it was, it was so like surreal to me. And then um, from that first internship, I was like, I want to, I want to work for say yes. <laughs> and um, you know, you and Dave, you guys held, you guys kept that promise, you know, cause I was trying to leave. I was trying to go to New York city. I was, but you guys kept that promise, you know, just like, you know, stick around, you know, just keep doing what you're doing. And you know, I'm finally here. And like, I just want to say thank you. I was excited about this interview to do this with you. You know, I'll call you auntie now. But, you know, you, you like, you like big sis, you know, but. But I'm yeah, I wouldn't have to be auntie. But thank you, man. But yes. That means a lot. That's yes. what it's that's what it's all about. Yeah. It really is. Yes. And you and there's <laughs> so many other youths, you know, that our organization has touched and you know, now you're next. Like yeah. you have to take the torch <laughs> and bring up the ones that are behind you as well. I think I'm doing a little bit. I think yeah. I'm doing a little job, yeah. you know, paving the way for the for the next people, you know. Yeah. It's so funny. But they call me <laughs> Lil Daphne. I'd be like, 
that's what that means. <laughs> well, I get it. <laughs> oh, but it, it's, it's, <laughs> yes. So where do you see yourself or see the organization in the next five years? Let's not go with 10, let's go five years. The next five years. I, I think that, um, you know, right now we are in the middle of a strategic plan that it's a three-year strategic plan um, that we crafted, was it a year or two ago? I don't know. Um, but when we did that, we were, like, really intentional about our, um, like, verbalizing that the work that we do is rooted in racial equity, mm-hmm. I think. Um, I see us as an organization, as a leader in the space, not only in education equity, but just racial equity, the issues mm-hmm. of equity in general. Um, and we, and how as leaders in this organization, um, and then as others lead the organization and they lead in other places, but like, how can, how can we as an organization take all this wonderful energy and all the wonderful mm-hmm. things that we have, but in influence the the broader community. And I think that we do that already in a lot of ways, but I think mm-hmm. that will continue to grow. I think people look to say yes as, you know, how how do you do what you do? Yeah. <laughs> like, what yeah. is the secret sauce? <laughs> and I think there's opportunity for us to, to share that broader in the mm-hmm. community. And I think we already have and we will continue to grow. I also think um, the apprenticeship work in the next five years is going to be a game changer for a lot of students and really take off. And it already has taken off. Um, and we have seen just just a tremendous like response from students. Like mm-hmm. they want to be able to work and go to school, but they want to, you know, make wages where they can sustain their families. And some students are like actual had a household yeah. and, and need to make wages where they can take care of their own parents or their younger siblings. Um, so this new program is a blend of a career path, but also the related technical instruction. So you still get some college credit um, toward a degree. So I think it'll be a game changer for a lot of students. And we'll, we'll still have the traditional scholarship as we have mm-hmm. had for the past almost 12 years now. But um, I think the apprenticeship work in the next five years is really going to be like a national model for alternative pathways out of high school. Mm-hmm. So we'll probably get a lot of a lot of attention and we already have started to so what do you think needs to be done i'm happy that you mentioned that like you know we have other programs aside from the scholarship what do you think needs to be done so that people are more aware about our other programs that's not just the scholarship Mm -hmm. you know i think that i think we do a, a, a decent job with that but i think you know say yes or just all it was it was the scholarship mm-hmm. and I think that's it's hard for us to I don't know you think about say yes you think about college scholarship it's just like synonymous at this point um and I think that the more our team knows the more the community will know you know mm-hmm. just because we have now over 150 um employees on our on our team I think that with any organization, you are so focused on what you're working on mm-hmm. and it's easy to get like siloed and I'm working in this program and this is my role in this program. And that's your world. Yeah. <laughs> but I think if we did a better job 
um, educating our own team internally because mm-hmm. our team is out in the community and they're out talking to, to folks about the work that they do. So I think we could just do a better job of getting our team to be that word of mouth mm-hmm. um, in the community and it'll continue to grow and spread. But I think even still, we'll always be the scholarship. Yeah. Like, it's always be the scholarship. Yeah. But we do so much more than that. Yeah. We do. We do. I will say when I first heard about Say Yes, I just thought it was like, oh, I get to go to college for free. Right. But then I, like, learned about all the other opportunities. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I got to take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. So now I go and tell the people about the other opportunities. Right. It really is word of mouth, though, because you can scream, like, about our other programs. But really, until people really see it or live in it, they don't understand. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what people don't get about Say Yes either. It yes. just sounds like a myth. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Because if you don't like, if you're not engaging with it until you're getting ready to graduate high school, it's like, what is it? Yes, yeah. Up until that point, um, you know. But there is so much more, and then families interact at different periods. Like summer camp is mm-hmm. for pre-K to sixth grade, mm-hmm. so community that schools, population, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like when is your entry point into mm-hmm. it? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, do you have anything else that you like to say? I didn't ask you about. I don't know. <laughs> Um, I think this is wonderful. I, I'm, I love that we're doing this. This is another way we can help continue to share all the wonderful things we do yeah. and get that out into the community. So thank you for taking the <laughs> One of our shining alum yes. that can tell everybody about all the wonderful things that we do. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, if you want to hear more about the Future Stars Here podcast, go to our website, sayasbuffalo.org, or follow us on Instagram or Facebook at sayasbuffalo. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else to say out there, and I still got to figure that out.